1: To get started, visit plushcare. dot com slash weight loss. That's plushcare. dot com slash weight loss.
0: We're kind of we're in a different kind of um, area than 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 most. Down here in Castlemere, we're kind of isolated from everything. So we kind of got into routine over the last couple of years. We used to we used to travel maybe once or twice a week a week to to train in Cork, um, like maybe about seventy five percent of our players before COVID. Uh, we're we're based in Cork and um you know like there's a lot of challenges and whatnot with that. And I suppose when COVID hit then, you know, we kind of didn't really know what to do with ourselves at the beginning. Um in Ferris our management last year now kind of um spearheaded by Andrew Andrew Sullivan and Jimmy Murphy, they organized um a run for darkness into light there last April or May and that kind of got us together kind of doing doing something collectively uh kind of as a group but individually obviously and um it was it was a big change as you said uh it was definitely a change from normality anyway that's for sure
1: let me go right back to the start for you what's your earliest memory of being involved with castletown bear g uh
0: i suppose earliest memory would would be um playing underage out out in castletown in, bear in drone pitch with with the likes of johnny crowley and jimmy murphy and pierce line and these fellas training you yeah. Um, I suppose that was mid to late 90s I suppose that we, we were kind of lucky enough that they were very successful at the time, the division with under 21 and, and senior level at the time they won in 97 so probably the earliest memory would be the likes of Ciarán of O'Sullivan and, and Ali Roo and Donna Wise and Alan O'Regan these fellas bring back the Andy Scannell Cup I suppose and Went to Castone Bear games and they got to the final in, in ninety seven and ninety nine, kind of following those um trials and tribulations. I suppose they lost both games after replay, so they're they're probably my earliest memories, Mike.
1: And of course you would have come from a, a strong GEA house as well.
0: Yeah, like right, the, the interest was, was, was there. I was lucky enough the family were, were interested and I I'd have um, some relations in playing as well and um through know, the culture in, in Castone was, was strong enough at the time. The football culture, so like there, there's much to do down here rather than play football. Like we we don't, there's no hurling, you know. I'd say the only time hurleys are used down here is chasing cattle or sheep, you know. So we kind of you'd no other choice really.
1: And I know that you tasted a bit of success at minor and of course then uh, county success at, at uh, under 21.
0: Yeah, we, we were kind of lucky enough there in, in the early. 2000 I suppose we won two two minor B um, counties uh, we're kind of it kind of kind of uh, went into under 21 then with Bear in, in 2006 and it kind of coincided with Castle Bergen into county final the same year um, against uh, Ballingeria and unfortunately lost after a replay but um, I suppose it, it all kind of was a bit of experience coming a mixture of experience and youth at the time you know um and it was it was a good experience for all the younger guys, especially in that intermediate team um I'd say definitely ten or twelve lads were under twenty one at the time, so even though we lost, we kind of we we kind of gained a lot of experience and definitely it kind of helped us going forward in the next couple of years you know
1: and of course the, those next couple of years took you on then to the um uh, the intermediate final in uh, in two thousand and eleven. You were the captain, unfortunately, the same result as the previous uh, four times. Yeah,
0: I, I suppose cause it was always in the back of your head, really. You know, last lost in, in, in 99 and 97, 2006, and, and also in 1990 as well. And um, unfortunately, that year we, we actually had a quite, quite a good year until the final. Um, 2011, yeah, it was a, we, we kind of lost a better team on the day, you know, I can say we we're probably the underdogs in the day. We were expected to win, and sometimes it doesn't always go to plan. But that was another unfortunate, um, unfortunate occasion. Thanks for bringing that up, Michael. And of <laughs> course,
1: I suppose to your credit, like you, he, w- he just he wouldn't go away, and came back again then, and finally got over the line in two thousand and twelve against Rogue.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were we were quite 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 fortunate, I suppose, because like. Alan O'Regan then was captain in 2012 and I suppose he, he kind of we kind of um, kind of threw off his experience and his, his encouragement throughout the year. We actually lost the first two games that year and um, it was kind of like the, the wheels there and they came off the wagon at one stage and it, I, I give credit to our management team, Marlon O'Sullivan and his selectors you know, they kind of got us back on track and we were fortunate enough to get over the line, then, you know, against a, a very good aero team, you know, which included like so Daniel Goulding and, and Kiran Sheen, you know, and um, we probably won a won a game we shouldn't have won. While while the year before we probably should have won the game we lost, but sometimes that happens in sport, like anything else, I suppose. and um, yeah, it was a great a great day for the club, I suppose, and a great week for the community, you know. It kind of brought a buzz around the town, and when things were a bit. A bit bleak, so it was great. Yeah,
1: and of course you're up now at uh, Premier Intermediate uh, since uh, since uh, 2013. Obviously, at times it's been a bit of a challenge.
0: Yeah, it it, it has been a bit of a challenge, I suppose. Uh, you know, especially we like any other club, I suppose there there's, there can be a high turnover of players. Um Like we won't be blessed with the population as other clubs, so kind of we'd be hoping. Uh, like to have three or four players coming through most years while, while other teams could have double or treble that you know um so like we we actually did quite well maybe in the the first couple of years of premier intermediate we got to the semi final in 2015 where we lost to um st michael's um and since, since then we kind of we had a few good and bad days you know um so like you'd have to give credit to to every manager that took us on you know you do butcher and it was uh, Peter O'Leary and these these guys that would would have brought us, um, you know, all, always on a volunteer basis, you know, and um, would have trained us and managed us throughout the good and bad times. So, yeah, hopefully, as we have a new management in place this year, that, that the future will be bright, you know, with a few young players coming through and whatnot, you know.
1: Larkin, the format in last year for the championship across all grades was changed. And it turned out a bit like this sort of Champions League format, where where teams were put into groups. Were you a fan of that because it seemed to work very well?
0: Yeah, they're like they're, there's positives and, and negatives to everything, I suppose. But definitely the positives to this definitely outweighed the, any negatives associated with it, because at least there was a structure there for you know, and um, you actually knew knew the plan for the for the summer. As you say, like you could actually plan a holiday or something. That's you know, you, you kind of knew when you were going to be playing and like I, I remember going back to 2004 or 5 even that you could be playing in April or May and you might be playing then in, in August or September John your whole summer is gone kind of waiting around to see how how the inter-county team got on or or there might be a um, a hurler playing with a club you could be playing a city team and at least you have a structure now and 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 the games are quite competitive still even though it is on a league a league structure, you know, a league, there is a league basis but it is it is quite competitive still which is good
1: And I'm recording this uh, interview with you on Thursday night and a short time ago the championship draws for 2021 were made and it's incredible to think that the same four teams that she played in 2020 he left to do it all over again in 2021, it's hard to believe the four teams came out again
0: but it, it's hard. It's hard to believe for sure. It, there's a bit of deja vu about it. Um, I don't know. It's a good or a bad thing. But sure, look, uh, they know as much about us as, as we know about them. Really, Do you know, like new Markets will, will probably be the favorites again in, in the group. They won all their games last year, and and there probably wasn't much between the other three teams. You know, between the Ahead and ourselves, and we'll be trying to go one better at least. You know, and I suppose ahead will be. Doing the same, trying to trying to get into the top two again, and Nipirshig will be will definitely be out to prove prove a point as well this year. So it's I suppose all games will be competitive in all groups, but um, I suppose it makes it a bit more ex- extraordinary. I suppose that we're in the same group again.
1: Now, what we did find out as well tonight is that uh, their games are going to start in uh, in early June. They're going to to run a league competition. It's going to be called a league cup. That's obviously a welcome development. That clubs now know what's what's ahead of them.
0: Oh, a hundred percent, like you know, credits would have to go to to Kevin O'Donovan and and and, and to the county board, you know, for for organising something like this, you know, because it, like players need games, you know. And it's it's great that we'll be back in the pitches in a couple of weeks' time, you know. And and please God, this this um, contact games can come. We we can play t- towards the end of May or beginning of June or whatever, you know. And you need you need, you need competitive games as well, you know, to, to bring on young players and get them up to the pace with with, with um, senior or senior intermediate levels. You know. there's a big difference, obviously, between minor and under 21 to the next level again. So, you know, it's great.
1: The other feather that you have in your bow, apart from being a talented player on the on the team, is that you know you're the club secretary as well. What possessed you to get involved in administration? Yeah,
0: I, I I suppose I kind of fell into it. Um, I Jimmy Jimmy Murphy was was, was um the current secretary and he was well, the outgoing secretary and he kind of asked me and I I, I find I find it hard to say no to Jimmy any time because he's given such dedication and time to the club between training us and managing us and um just on the official side of things. Then you know. Um, so it, it, it's when, when he asked me I was a bit hesitant but I said I'd, I'd, I'd give it a shot and it, it's quite interesting to see how the, how the other side of the club is run um, I suppose a lot of it would, would include organising fixtures and communicating with the county boards and communicating with the managers and selectors and the fields committee and stuff like that and, and we, we, we recently renovated the, the, the football pitch as well so Kind of seeing all those sides of things is, is is kind of it was kind of an eye opener really and and I definitely I definitely would would give um, give second thoughts and uh, give me out about any any club official because geez, it's all voluntary work as you know and and the time and dedication they put in is is you know it's, it's second to none and it can be a thankless job at times and you know our chairperson Noel there and and um, Jimmy Murphy our, our assistant secretary and treasurer there Denise they all put in tireless work behind the scenes you know and sometimes they don't get the credit they deserve but they they, they get their own out of it and they, they're they're pleased to help out I suppose
1: yeah because players are always giving out about the club officers so obviously yeah. now you've changed your
0: tune I, I, I've changed my tune to, to some degree yeah. <laughs> I'd uh, be a bit slow and uh, to, to, to kind of cast my concerns over anything like that and I suppose the players are a bit a bit hesitant to say anything in front of me now in the dressing room as well.
1: You mentioned the the, the new management team. I would describe it as a kind of a high-profile management team, with uh, plenty of uh, well county experience. So your guys now are going to have to step up to the plate and deliver the goods.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose we're we lucky enough, really, that that's Margaret O'Sullivan, who, who was in charge of us in 2012, that um, he he's he's come back and and. And give us a uh, give us a dig out like you know. In fairness, um, he, he's a, he's a great to- Gaston Bearman and he has Donna Wiseman and Paddy Healy, and um, John Paul Sheehan and Seamus Harrington um, have been out as well. Like so, we're very lucky to be in have a situation like that um, where they they can give their time and dedication to us. And you know, it, it's only fair that that the players would would put in the effort, and and if we put in half of the effort as they do, like you know. Hopefully we'll be in a good place towards the end of the year.
1: But at least you know after this particular uh, Thursday night that it's training uh, in the second week of May, games in early June, and the championship probably in early August. Please
0: God, yeah. And and as I said a while ago, you know, it, it's it's all about just having. Having a structure in place and and you know knowing who you're playing and it, it definitely gives encouragement and excitement to the players as well you know, I, I I'd be guessing all the lads will will be texting each other tonight now just you know about them um, and uh, new Marcus Napier she'd like and looking forward to it and we need a bit of we need a need a bit of light at the end of the tunnel as well for everybody and need a bit of positivity you know because it's been a tough tough couple of months this was and a tough year and we need to be getting onto the pitch and, and moving on with our lives, I suppose, and getting back into everyday life.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health.